Hello, welcome back to the Bibliophiles podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Holly. And we are coming back to you after about a month-long hiatus where we uh, spent our every waking moment trying to wrap up this school year. That is now done, and we are on to summer. We are on to summer, on to and we summer. could not be happier. So we, happy. We put this school year to bed, and we yes, hope we never check. have it again. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. So, all right. So back to books. We're going to talk a little bit about books we've recently read and loved since we haven't updated our current reads in a while. We're going to talk about books we're reading right now, and then we're going to talk about our most anticipated, anticipated reads yeah. for the summer. So, Holly. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, Anna has read this one. I just finished it, Firekeeper's Daughter by Anjali Bully. Is that how you say yep, it? I think um, so. This one was phenomenal. I gave it a five star. It was a book of the month um, two months ago. Yeah, three that months sounds ago, right. Like sometime in the spring, you know, just recently. And it was amazing. And the um, the story behind just the culture, the Native American culture and learning about traditions and, and why they do things the way they do it, how family is so important to them and just everything. It was just um, so good. I, I loved everything about it. I loved um, I loved the family ties. I loved the struggles that she that she went through. I, I just loved everything. I loved I loved it all. Yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it too. I did and too. I think it really showcased some important cultural issues and struggles that are glossed over big time. So yeah, I agree. But it and was still, it was young adult that it didn't read like it was. Adult. Well, and that was the thing I think that surprised me the most is that it was young adult because, it, and a debut novel. It was yeah. her first 10 years it took her to write it, I think. Um, it was it was so well written and so well researched and um, it, it just was really good and I, I really enjoyed it. And I don't really know what else to say because, I don't know. Yeah, it was good. It was. You don't want to give it, too much away. No, and it was. I mean, it was um, It was a heavy storyline for sure. Yeah. But um, – It was not what I was expecting, and I don't know if I judged it based on the cover thinking it was going to be something a little different where I didn't read the right. synopsis. And it basically, but I loved it. basically about a girl that is in a community that's a hockey community, mm-hmm. but um, it's also prevalent with drugs. And so mm-hmm. they kind of – the FBI comes in and kind of hires mm-hmm. her to go undercover to figure out where the meth is coming from and mm-hmm. where, you know, who's selling it, how are they getting it, all of this stuff. And okay. so, so it is heavy, heavy content, which is why I was so surprised it was young adult, but I was also so relieved it was young adult because yeah. more and more, and that was the thing I said, more and more authors that typically write young adult are, are talking about tough topics. Mm-hmm. And it's so important because Kids, kids know anyway. Yeah, kids know anyway, and so if you can have discussions about it and talk about things earlier or during, I mean, what more important life lesson and skills than that? So yeah, I really enjoyed so that. Good. One. Yeah. Uh, so I just finished the IVs by Alexa Dunn, and I loved it. And it has really not the depth that Firekeeper's Daughter has in teaching life lessons, but it definitely showcased the cutthroat college admissions issues that, you know, here in Barnesville, we don't see. No, but it's been on the news a lot. I mean, recent, not recently. Yeah, but I mean, we don't experience that at all. We don't have kids sabotaging other kids so Mm -hmm. they can, you know, get into this college that they're competing against. And so it was so dark 
so dark. This boarding school, very prestigious boarding school that is basically, you know, a filter school for the Ivy Leagues that that's why you go there. And uh, I seriously enjoyed it it's, so much. I love sounds good. dark, the, the dark side of academia right. is, right. is really compelling. And I'm not going to lie, the picture that you posted on our Bookstagram page, like, I want a colored Kindle. I don't have a colored Kindle. I don't either. Not, well, I just copy and paste oh, from, I'm like, I just throw like, pictures. Okay. I'm like, she's got the really fancy no, I Kindle. Don't. Okay. No, I just go. Because I, I, that I, made me then go I research Kindles a little a bit. <laughs> I just Okay, well, forget that whole little thing. Yeah, that's just photo. I was super impressed, though, because I was like, that's really pretty, though. Mine's just black and white and no, doesn't even always have a picture It's just a Google photo. That was <laughs> I love it. So, okay. And we both, um, I finished like a couple days before you, but Obama's Promised Land. Yes. Oh. I started listening to this back in December. Um, and I think I, I started reading it. And then I got it on audio and I started listening and I loved his voice so much I couldn't even And then you have to wait four months it. before you get it again because it's in such high demand. Well, it's, and it's 29 hours long. But So he reads it himself and, you know, Holly and I were talking, we're both, you know, turn that speed up, crank the speed up on your audiobooks so you can get through them faster. But I just couldn't with his because... I wanted to hear his the slow draw. Oh, his voice. I, know. I just love his voice so much. But so the, the actual content of the memoir, it is very, very dense. It is extremely dense mm -hmm. and it covers his first term in office. But not only does it give you the political presidential viewpoint of what was going on, it gave you his introspection as right. what he thought his opinions, his thoughts that he wasn't allowed to disclose at the time. Right, right. And where he now not. he can give you his opinion yeah. on Trump. Right. And he can give you his opinion. On everything. On, on his everything. On, on whoever he put into office and, and different, you know, leaders across yeah. the nation or across the world. The other thing too is like someone had asked me about this on Bookstagram, like it is not Michelle's easy read book. No. Like uh -uh. Michelle's. And we had talked about that too the other night, how yep. we wanted a little more of his perspective yeah. on family because Michelle is very open. And hers was very personal. Very personal was... about the relationship and about the, ki her the girls family. and her how important her family was to her and different things. And it's not that Obama doesn't say that because he stresses the importance of his family, but he goes into zero depth about it. Yeah. Like there's, it's not a personal written, you'd it's not get, personal at You'd all. get those little glimpses where he would talk about his girls and looking at them and how, you know, he'd think, how is she so old? Like her, she has braces right. on and right. how did she get so old and she's long and lanky and where's this time going? And you'd get this quick little thought. Little blurbs here and there. And then all of a sudden it was like back to the situation room. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But it so, was, it was very good. Um, I, I learned a lot. I, learned I mean, a lot. just because there's just so much about politics I don't have a clue about. Yeah, so it much. was. I it try, was but very, yeah, it was good. It was very, but definitely good. heavy. Yeah, for sure. So it's not a light read, but if you enjoy his voice, then yeah, definitely listen wait to the it. time or get the audiobook because yep. it's worth it. Okay, so what are you currently reading? I am currently listening to um, One Last Stop, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, and I'm also, I just started reading The Burning Girls. Ooh, I loved it. Per CJ Tudor. Per mm -hmm. your suggestion. Um, so yeah, CJ Tudor, Burning Girls. And then Casey um, McQuiston is one last stop. So we'll chat about that one more later. So Yay. those are my two currents. 
Um, so I just finished my audiobook and I just checked out another one. And it's Mary Kubica, Local Girl Missing. Mm. So I haven't even started it yet, but I have it yep. in my it's waiting for you. Yeah, it's just sitting there checked out. So it looks really good. And then I just yesterday started um the hour Hour of the Witch. Oh, right. Yeah. By Chris Bajalian. And I am loving it. I love I love when we can get historical fiction that is outside of World War II because I feel like that just dominates mm -hmm. historical fiction. Mm -hmm. I mean it just dominates yeah, it does. our historical fiction. And so this is back in um, 1660 in Boston, and you've got a very, very strong woman who wants a divorce from her husband because he abuses her and she is actually going to court for this divorce. And he, I mean, I'm, I'm only 150 pages in, but what you know about Puritans, mm -hmm. that you don't, that I'm happen. guessing, yeah. but she's so strong yeah. and she, man, I just, I love it. So, so anyway, I started that one and Perfect. then, yeah, I'll be listening to local girl missing. So, Perfect. Yeah, I'm really liking it. It's a good one. All right. So we want to talk about some of our most anticipated summer reads. So we've read some of these and we've looked forward to some of these. Yeah. Plan or on reading just, some of these. Or repeat authors that we have read before and we're anxious for their next or whatever it happens to be. So Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's start with June 1st. We have a few coming out June oh, 1st. Right. So why yeah. don't you talk about... Well, okay. I have not read Golden Girl by Ellen Hillerbrand, but that one's coming out. I know I'm going to love it. I, I, You know what? Even if I don't love, love, love the book, I love her. I do. I love her. Her writing's quick and easy to read. So... I don't know what else I have to say about that. They're one. just it's it's it just it it's just easy. goes fast, yeah. Malibu Rising is uh, Taylor Jenkins' read, so good. I love that one. I'm pretty sure it was a five star. I read it a couple months ago. Um, it takes place obviously in Malibu. It's a family that has um, dad is like super rich and famous, and these kids have had everything their whole lives. Mom is there, but kind of out of the picture a little bit. Um, she didn't want to like, she's kind of disassociated herself from that famous life. And so it's just the struggles of these kids growing up and, and things happen. And I, I just really liked it. I love her writing. Like she's, she writes so well. So, um, so I enjoyed that one. Okay. So another one that I have not read, but I'm really looking forward to, and I am crossing my fingers that it's a book of the month pick for mm -hmm. June, even though sometimes those June first dates are not book of the month picks, but Whatever, I don't care. I hope it is. The Other Black Girl by Zakia Delila Harris looks really, really good. So it basically just talks about um, a black woman who's the only black woman at her white publishing house that she works at in New York City. And then finally, another black woman is hired. So now there's not just one, but there seems to be some like office issues between these two almost just some petty competition maybe but it looks really really good kind of exposing the microaggressions that these characters deal with in the office and again when you are according to the the blurb I've read and listened to from the author you know as the only black girl amongst all of these whites you know she kind of talks about 
the things that other people would not necessarily pick up that she's been dealing with. And then this competition that she seems to um, come in contact with from the new hire. So that one looks really, really good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the other June 1st is... Oh, one last stop. Yeah. This one, you're seeing this one everywhere. Um, any fans of Casey and Chris... I mean, if you read Red, White, and Royal Blue, you're going to love this one. It's another... Um, like super quick in a nutshell, a girl, August is her name. She's bisexual and she jumps from college to college, state to state, all over the place because she doesn't ever feel settled. She can't find a place to belong. She's not super close with her family by any means. She doesn't really have any friends. And then all of a sudden on the subway one day, she meets Jane and she starts to realize she, she applies to be in this roommate with with um with Nico and Myla and, and all of a sudden she's got this little cohort of people that she starts to feel belonging a part of and um it's so good and I'm listening to it I'm not reading it um but I'm loving it I'm loving it it's just like her other like I don't mean it reads it's just as easy to follow mm -hmm. and the flow of it is just so enjoyable and the fact that it's touching on the trans community, you know, like, or the bisexual community mm -hmm. and just, um, I don't know. I, I just enjoy it a lot. It's just, it's well written and the characters are fun to listen to. That's the, what you, the, when you the have narrators, fun characters. The narrators are good and I'm a character lover and I love, like, I feel like I know all of them. They're all such, like, you're not in the heads of it. Like, it's not mm -hmm. chapter for chapter. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking. It's just the way that it's written. You just get to know the characters so well. So love it. Really awesome. Good. That one does. I'm excited to read that one too. Yeah. So June 10th, The Maidens by Alex Michaelitis comes out and he wrote The Silent Patient a couple of years ago patient. or last yep. year. I can't even remember uh, when it was. Yeah, I think it's probably a year ago. But so I, I liked that one and I'm going to have to, you know, go out and say I, I liked The Maidens more because of the setting, of course, you're at. Yep. The college, I mean, you're, I think it's Cambridge. I can't even remember now, but what happens is there's a murder and this group therapist whose niece goes to the school, calls her and says, you know, I think it's my, my friend that was murdered, but they won't give us the name. Like we don't know who it was, but we know this happened. Okay. So the main character drives there, goes and, and finds herself because of the context she has and because she went to that school kind of getting an in on this investigation where people are like, yeah, why don't you come see what you think because of her status as a therapist. Yeah. So the, the maidens part of it is there's this teacher, this very enigmatic teacher. And this is where I got secret history vibes when I read secret history and loved it. Um, and he has a group of girls that, that he calls the maidens that they have basically named mm -hmm. themselves the maidens. Mm -hmm. And he becomes a suspect obviously because of who he is. Anyway, it was, Oh, I, I really, really And you got a physical it. book of this one, right? I'm huh? like, I might have to take that book from you. No, no, I got it on my Kindle. Oh, you did. Okay. Yep. Well, I still might have to borrow it. Yep. For sure. Okay. So that's the maidens. Yeah. So highly you, recommend. Uh, June 22nd. Why don't you jump to secret keeper? Yeah. So secret keeper of Jaipur by Elka Joshi. She wrote the hen artist and oh. um, this is technically called the hen artist too. I would say but technically a sequel kind of, but, but different characters. Right. So right. it gives you just going back from the hen artist gives you a lot of history and a lot of cultural knowledge 
of India, and I really, I loved it. Really, I loved. Did it, you listen to this so one, or did you read it? I, I did. I did both. Oh, okay. I listened and I read. Okay, I listened to this one solely, and um, it was just again beautifully written, and like you said, the historical part of it. You just there's so much culture I don't know. Yep. So much. I loved and it. So and I love that it dips into a different culture, mm-hmm. not just kind of the same typicals. Yep. So. Well, and you also got to see the division of the castes in India. I mean, how your right. your upper echelon lives based, you know, and then right. you compare that to the working class. I thought that was really yep. interesting. I agree for sure. Okay. June 29th, Survive the Night comes out. Riley Sager. I I really enjoyed this one, but it was not my favorite of his. Like Home Before Dark, Lock Every Door. Like they just seemed a little bit more I don't even know how to describe it. A little bit more creepy? I don't okay. know. I don't know. This one, I mean, you know right off the bat, um, it's a girl in college and her her best friend in college is murdered. Mm-hmm. And she she can't handle life there anymore. She has a boyfriend and everything there. And she's just like, I can't do this. I got to go home. Like, I can't continue with school here. She's not here. I need to grieve. Like, I need to figure, just be alone, whatever. So she needs a ride home. So she goes to a riding board, happens to meet this guy there that is like, yeah, I can drive you part of the way, whatever. Well, then as things figure out, she realizes she could potentially be in the car with her best friend's murderer. Mm. And so the whole, the whole book is a car ride. Oh. And different stops they take along the way and different clues and red hair, you know, all these things to try to figure out, is he the murderer? Is he not the murderer? If he's not, who is? If he is, how does she escape? Like all Mm -hmm. of this. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a very interesting, like I've never read a book like that, something that way, but it it wasn't my favorite Riley Sager, but I did enjoy it. And it read fast, like his other ones. Oh, I love those quick reads. So yeah, they definitely, yeah. So you would get that vibe for sure. So, Yeah. So um, moving to July 6th, so why don't you talk about The Forest of Vanishing Stars? Oh, this is, you guys, Kristen Harmel. The reason I'm picking, like, the reason I want to read this one is I love the Book of Lost Names. And you're right, World War II, historical fiction. That is exactly what this is, too. But because I love the Book of Lost Names so much, this one also, again, is World War II um, storyline. So that's pretty much all you need to say because they kind of all follow Mm -hmm. and suit in that same idea. So Yep, and then your other one. Um, out of character. Out of character, yeah, by Annabeth Albert. Um, this one is this one's like a gaming one. So this is one that yeah comes out in July, which is perfect for Pride Month. I mean, it just happens to fit into that. But there's a gamer, and he lost like he he lost some cards and scores and things that his brother had, so he has to get them back somehow. But the guy that he knows that can get him these games back is his like hates him. His foe doesn't like him at all, but then starts to like him. Okay. So, you know, like typical, like friends to enemies mm-hmm. to lovers, like that's the storyline. So yeah. So I'm excited for that one. That one I got on NetGalley. So we'll haven't read it. We'll see what happens there. So yeah. yeah. And you're, you're, you're skipping a month of our summer. Pride month is June. 
Oh gosh, so dang it! Don't. I'm gonna read it now. No, no, yes. no, no. I was like, not July. No, you're right. It is like next month. Is Holly, Pride we month. need not to. July, yeah, we out. can't lose June. And let's here. be real. Every month should be. It should and be. So I mean, I love that they do it, but I hate that they do yeah. it. Because well, it's it just, just like it's just like Women's Black History Month and, and Black, History History Black, Black History Month. It's like, why do we have these specialized months? It just should always be celebrations. But I think it's a good way this. to remind people absolutely that you if you yes. need a month. June is like, but if let's you go. need a month, oh yeah, then um, there's something wrong with our society. <laughs> like we, oh my god, are you so, serious? No, my bad. June, yes, yes, yes. But I, I will read it in June. I'm it is just, on my list for June. And I was just saying, let's not lose a month of summer here. No, of oh course no. Let's, and especially the month that it is. So yes. yeah, okay. Um, okay. So the final one, um, the therapist by B. A. Paris. So B. A. Paris has been kind of hit or miss for me, and but this one sounds really good. So this couple buys a very, very nice house in this gated community. And they find out that the woman they bought it from was a therapist, but they're trying to piece together what happened to her. And the neighbors are really hush hush. And um, I just got this one on NetGalley to listen to on audio. So I'm excited because like I said, some of the BA Paris ones, I'm like, hmm. yep. okay. And then some of them I've really, really it's not enough really, though, like, to push you away. I mean, at least no. that's the good thing. Like it, there's one thing if you see the author and you're like, no, I'm not reading it because yeah. of the author, but you've had hit or miss. It's like, I'll give her a shot. Oh, and, and Ruth Ware is so hit or miss for Agree, me. Agree, but I still will but read But I will them. read every one. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like, a perfect I have, example. I will not. And, and the sad thing is her last two have been really big misses for me. Yeah. Um, Leanne Moriarty. Another you know, one, like very similar. Yep, yep, I last agree. few have been misses. I'm not even reading her newest one. Yeah, yeah. mostly just because it, it, it's not that I'm not reading as a her. It's because no. the premise just doesn't sound right. Right. Yeah. I read it. And I'm like, mm, yeah. No. Yeah, no. I agree. So, um, so okay. Well, that basically that takes is us a lot of books. Our summer anticipated reads through both the middle of July. So we'll we'll definitely be hitting up some some more that are coming out later on, and we Absolutely. hope you get some good reading in over this Memorial weekend and some relaxation. Big time. We need that, and hopefully, our son will continue to stay with us heading to the lake today. Not supposed to be super hot, but you know what? It doesn't have to be hot to read. So. No, it just needs. To, to be a day. It just needs to be. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Take care, everybody. Happy reading.